What's going on there, youth pastors? Paul Turner here from thediscipleproject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. How are you doing today? It's Memorial Day weekend. Are you cooking out? I am not cooking out this weekend, although my wife uh, put a fantastic piece of steak in the oven, which was amazing, just like... I'm going to get some after after I do this podcast. It was so good. It was so good. But I hope you're having an excellent weekend. The weather is beautiful here in Birmingham, Alabama. Feels like summer. Looking like summer. Trying to get ready for camp. All the things that are going on. I hope that your plans are coming together for your most excellent summer. But listen, this is going to be a short episode today. Uh, shorter than most. I mean, you, you guys have been enduring a... What seems like a marathon of uh, 45-minute, one-hour episodes, which, by the way, I don't regret at all. I think it's fantastic content. I think Nick Blevins, uh, who I hope you listen to about almost everything you need to know about recruiting volunteers, was just a master class in how you can get more volunteers into your youth ministry. Hope you listen to that. Hope you check out his website, nickblevins.com. All those things because fantastic resources over there. But with the lengthier episodes, I haven't done a a proper uh, motion metrics lately where I tell you who's listening to the podcast and where they're listening from. So my top listeners this past seven days, EB, thank you, EB, for listening, and, and user, user 835 Thank you for listening. It makes me wonder if they're listening to me in prison. Wait, that could be a possibility, right? I mean, look, I mean, if you're in prison, you have nothing better to do. I mean, why not listen to a youth ministry podcast, right? So so thank you, user 835-774839 for listening to the podcast. The top cities listening to the podcast, St. Petersburg. That's, I'm guessing that's St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, Berea. And Fishers. I have no idea where Berea and Fishers are. I'm fairly certain I know where St. Petersburg is. It's around the uh, the Tampa area, I believe. And then top countries, USA, Canada, and the UK. Welcome back, Canada and the UK. You guys, you guys were out of the mix for a little while and you're back. Top three, USA, Canada, UK. It's like, it's like the Olympics of podcast listening. So right now, USA has gold, Canada, silver, UK, bronze. But uh, listen, that can change. That can change. There's countries out there who who want to listen to this podcast. So be sure that if you live in the UK and Canada, you can share this with as many of your friends uh, who do youth ministry networks. If you want to climb the if you want to climb the ladder, if you want the top podium, you're going to have to share the podcast with somebody. But listen, I appreciate everyone for doing good youth ministry wherever you're at, whatever country you're in around the world. This is a global podcast, and uh, I'm stoked for you that wherever you're doing youth work, there's a God is being glorified, young people are being discipled, and thank you. Thank you for doing the work. It's hard. It's, a, it's occasionally thankless, and uh, you're doing it right where you're at. So thank you. Thank you so much for working with teenagers. All right, so today I want to talk to you about the three roads to youth discipleship and uh, ask you the question, what road are you on? What road are you taking to get your students to be disciples? Now, before we get into that, though, if you are not signed up for my newsletter, what are you waiting for? There's, you can get a, a free lesson. Uh, you can get videos. You can get articles. I send them out once a week. Right now, it's usually it's been once every two weeks, 
but I've been in a rhythm now. So once a week, you're going to get articles, you're going to get videos, you're going to get culture uh, and uh, trends, that kind of thing. I put that together for you so you don't have to do that. And I know that Father's Day is coming up soon, so I, your freebie uh, for this month, or at least in this for this episode of the podcast, uh, I'm going to give you a free lesson on the fatherhood of God. And so if you would like to do a lesson about the fatherhood of God, there's so many young people out there who don't understand what it means to have a father. I was one of those kids. I grew up without a dad since I was probably eight years old. Uh, and uh, he had passed away with cancer. And so I had a very weird idea. I didn't know what fatherhood was. I, I didn't know. And, and, you know, when you read scriptures like, you know, that God is a father to the fatherless, that that meant everything to me. When I began to read that and then began to understand it, uh, a little bit more as I got older, it just meant everything. It put it put God in the context I needed uh, at that moment in my life, which is I needed a, a father. I needed somebody who was going to guide me, instruct me, direct me. And if you need a lesson like that, if you have some students, uh, maybe they're struggling with, um, you know, God the Father. Well, this lesson may help them, and so I want to give it to you for free. Just sign up for the newsletter, and uh, you get that along with slides and and uh, small group questions and all that kind of stuff. So link in the description. So let's go ahead and talk about the three roads to youth discipleship. Um, and you've probably heard the phrase, you know, all all roads uh, lead to Rome. But I don't think all youth programs necessarily lead to discipled young people. You know, youth pastors have all kinds of words, you know, to describe their their youth program, their ministry. And some call it youth group and others call it, you know, youth ministry and some call it student ministry. Um, you know, but these titles, you know, don't really give it a true picture of, of what is actually happening, you know, at a, at a meeting, at a midweek meeting. And, and even in saying that it's, it's vague in the sense of, you know, what is trying to be done. It, I think there's a lot of assumptions, you know, that regardless of what you call it, the assumption is we're trying to disciple young people and release them back into the world, you know, you know, with, with changed minds and changed hearts and, and that's, I'm sure, uh, listen, I don't doubt you. I, I'm just saying, I think that's everybody's goal. I think everybody wants to do that, but I'm not so sure that every youth ministry is intentional about that. And I think uh, the the way I'm going to describe it, I'm going to take three titles and kind of break down, you know, the, in, in levels, if you will, uh, that two of the roads are, are, I think are fine. And one, I think, is best. So let me go with road number one. Road number one is youth group. It's it's a generic term that, that just means, you know, we have a meeting this week. And youth group is like the minivan. It's dependable and it's safe. The youth pastor plans and does everything. The youth group is more about maintenance uh, and it doesn't rock any boats and in, in some sense, it's about a gathering of students to be religious, that we're going to get together, we're going to sing some songs, we're going to play some games, um, but we're not really expecting a lot of impact per se. And once again, I'm not being condescending. I'm saying that that this is my, you know, one of my tears in the roads that I'm talking about, that there are plenty of youth groups out there that are, they meet, and let me tell you something, disciples are being made. They're just, you know, they're not being made to scale. Kids are being discipled. Kids are being reached. Kids are being taught. But for the most part, 
a youth group is a religious gathering to gather students in, do a lesson, uh, don't make a lot of noise, don't get in trouble, and just and just you know have a meeting, right? The second thing it expands a little bit, right? Is that and road number two is youth ministry. This is the youth ministry. It gives it a different kind of context. It kind of broadens it a little bit. That listen, we don't just have this one meeting, but we have some other dynamic pieces and parts, right? That may apply to maybe larger youth ministries. And the youth ministry, I think, is is like the Black Escalade, right? It rolls up. It, it, you know, it's a little bit dangerous. It's like, who's who's in there with the tinted windows? You know, youth ministry is cool. It's cool to show off, but not necessarily effective, right? Once you start to grow that if you don't have any discipleship, you know, tools or you don't have any processes to disciple young people, well, then you have just a very much larger youth group, really. You know, youth help the youth pastor execute his vision. Students are there to kind of fill in the gaps. The, the, the pastor does the framework, and then um, students kind of act on what he's asking them to do. Youth ministry is about growth. Rock the boat a little bit. Don't sink it but you're going to rock it just a little bit just by the sheer size of it sometimes because you have you know x amount of students that come uh youth ministry is about the crowd listening to the sermon on the mount you know packed in to learn about Jesus you know youth ministry is gathering to learn with a touch of wow but is discipleship being done is is uh, our students, you know, having, you know, that, that moment where they get to do the things that Jesus are doing, or are they just learning what Jesus did and being sent away without the tools or the opportunity to actually execute on those things? Now, that leads me to the third road, which I would say is youth in ministry. Youth in ministry is a self-driving car that the students build. Youth in ministry is dynamic versus static. Uh, youth in ministry um, doesn't, uh, it rocks the boat hard enough to the approach of where it is almost sinking to where you were crying out, Lord, Lord save us. <laughs> the youth pastor, their role is to help students discover, develop, and deploy. Youth in ministry is Peter, James, and John on a mountain knowing Jesus and then leaving the mountain and going and doing the things that Jesus said. Youth in ministry is about gathering to see what God will do through students. And as I said earlier, two of these roads are dead ends. And one, I believe, leads to making the kind of disciples Jesus made. And once again, I'm not being disparaging. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bagging on your on your youth ministry. I'm giving titles to uh, what I believe are ineffective mindsets for discipleship, and one effective mindset. Youth group does what it does. Youth ministry scales it up a bit, and then youth in ministry, where students are actually participating in the ministry where they are doing the things you are creating the opportunities for them to be effective and to experience God uh, at a whole nother level. You know, you're, you're giving them a different kind of education. You're not just giving them learning. You're not just giving them 
uh, uh, topical things. You're, you're not just giving them good information. You're giving them opportunities to serve and do, to pray for others, to, to do the things that Christ has asked them to do. So the question I would ask you then is, which road is your group on? And is it taking you where you really want to go? And the last question is, what kind of changes will you need to make to take your students in the direction of real discipleship. And that is it for this episode of the Youth Ministry of Culture Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you're brand new to the podcast, hope you liked it enough to hit that subscribe button. I hope this is the kind of uh, information and, and the kind of training you're looking for as a youth pastor. Uh, just some honest thoughts from a guy that's done youth ministry for over 30 years, still doing it right now, part-time. And like I said, if you're if you're new and you, you're looking for a podcast that's going to give you the facts and tell you the things uh, that maybe uh, others will not, well, then I want to be that guy. If you're a regular, as always, I appreciate your time and your attention. And if you have not left a review yet, by the way, of the podcast, and you'd like other people to know what is being said over here, we'll go over and leave a review. I'll put a link in the the description. It's easy. And I would appreciate if you did that. If you leave five stars and a great review, I'm going to read it right here on the show. Uh, when they come in and uh, and then I'll give you your shout outs thing. If, uh, if you are looking for more discipleship tools and you say, look, Paul, I'd like some more ideas, uh, your ideas on discipleship. Well, I do have a book called The Disciple Project, Raising Up uh, the Next Generation of Doers. Well, then I'll put a link down in there in the show notes as well. You can take a look at that and uh, learn a little bit more about what I think about youth discipleship and how I've done it in my groups in the past. Thank you again so much for listening to the show today. And remember, if nobody has told you lately that you're doing a good job, well, let me tell you, you're doing a good job and you're only going to get better. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode.